Welcome back to the show, everybody. I got a very special show for y'all today. A very special guest. Somebody I heard I hold pretty close to my heart in this realm. Um, and I like to think I kind of woke this person up. Um, this is a guy that I met at my, my job that I'm at. And um, I had met him a while back, a couple of years back. And when I met him, there was something about him. Now, um, I'm not a gay or anything, but I, I can sense... I knew that there was something special about this person. I don't know what it was, but I was just, something in me would tell me to keep talking to this guy. And I don't know, the first time I met him, there was something, not off-putting, but my mind wanted to judge him because he's not the typical kid. He's like a young kid. I think he's like 24, but he's like covered in tattoos. Like he has a sleeves, covered tattoos up to his neck. <clears throat> and he looks like a bad boy, kind of, you know. You would, you, you know, kind of what I would, uh, kind of imagine him as as a a jungle boy you know he he was kind of like ugh, like dude there's just so much ego and so much about you that i don't that's off-putting but i don't know i'm sure you've heard that idea that that when maybe when you see something that you hate in others or something that puts you off in others it's actually something that's a reflection in you that you haven't acknowledged so I mean, I don't know what it is. I'll probably think about it more deeply. But this guy, I, I always felt like I had to talk to him. And I would talk to him and ask him things. And he was of that nature of, like, m myself. I'm just trying to make that money, get that paper, get the big house. And um, he was, I would ask him, but what about the community? What about the people around us? And he would be like, nah, fuck that. People have to, uh, you know, work hard themselves, like, pick themselves up by their boots, boot, own bootstraps type of stuff. You know, he was very uh, egotistical, I, I guess I would say. But, you know, I would keep talking to him and asking him stuff about what about tribes and what about a community and how how are we going to have a good world if we're all just being egotistical. And I don't know, slowly enough, slowly but surely, he quit the job and we would still text, you know. Uh, he, I would send him videos and he would send me stuff like rebuting my point like sending me videos of like motivational guys that are kind of like, you got to get that money, you got to do all this stuff for yourself. And like, I get it. There's definitely something to becoming financially, have financial freedom. But <clears throat> to me, I, I, I think it's better to first worry more about your community and then try to come up together, you know, type of thing. But anyways, when I met him, you know, he was into heavy rock. He was like a heavy rocker dude. He liked like heavy death metal and all that. And I would still talk to him, you know. I, there was just something about him. And this is the guy that's going to be on, on today's episode. And um, to be honest, he was just coming over to chill. We were just going to chill and talk. Um, we were going to have a guest on the, on the show, a podcast, some really cool guy. But he, uh, he had something to do. But we're going to have him on for sure. You're going to like this guy. And um, so I just hit my homie up, and I said, hey, you want to come over and chill? And we're going to have the, the old crew back, have Chris and Drew, but they didn't come. And so we were just talking, and he started telling me some very interesting stuff, and um, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to record. Because that's kind of how I, that, talking to him and people like him was what, what made me want to do this podcast. Because it's little conversations like that, that. I don't know, make you appreciate life and just make you think deeply more about stuff. So now I'm just rambling, but yeah, we're going to have Pete. He's uh, my buddy, and uh, check out this podcast. We didn't have any topic. It was just a random-ass conversation. Uh, but notice how we don't talk about work or politics, you know. We're, we're so over that stuff. We're trying to do other things in life. So I hope you like the show, and um, this is uh, me and Pete just chilling in the garage.
What's going on, everybody? This is uh, my buddy P. Came over. We're just gonna chill and talk. And uh, uh, me and him always have interesting conversations. And we're like two minutes in, and he's already telling me some shit that I've been researching and I've been wanting to know about. But I, I, I um, it's a little weird and it's hard. It requires a lot of discipline. But okay, what were you t- t- telling me, Drew? Uh, Pete? Um, I've been kind of researching and like practicing sexual yoga with myself like okay. masturbation okay and pretty much the goal is for you to like last and like keep ejaculating up your spine for the duration of your sexual intercourse or but you don't bust right like no you, yeah you don't bust you just like you're supposed to edge or something it's like edging yeah you build up like the tension in your, in your dick mm-hmm. and then you let your blood flow through your body and through your di- dick and like circulate so your feeling doesn't get like stuck like in your dick, you know? So like, what happens when you nut or when you're about to nut, you get a lot of tension built up, all the blood's built up in your dick and you wanna fucking bust. Okay. And so the key is to like circulate the blood through your body and through your dick. Oh shit. To keep it from, um, keep you from busting. Damn. But also what it does is it actually, all that sexual energy you're you're getting from like uh, the stimulation of like jerking off or like having sex with someone, uh-huh. so you're getting like a lot of like stimulation or like a lot of like stimulation in like I think I think it's like like dopamine, serotonin or something. It's definitely spiritual in some sense. Yeah, yeah. But so like, what happens is like you, your blood is flowing through your body, but like you know how your body feels like ecstatic when you're like sexually aroused. Yeah. So that's like energy, that's like sexual energy. Oh yeah, definitely. And what you really want to do is filter that energy through your body so you can feel it throughout your body. But also it magnifies your presence and like your Dude. your um, energy and your aura when you do it like that. Um, mm. So instead of, so you're saying that when people just fuck or just masturbate with the object of just doing it for pleasure, yeah, you're not yeah, the, focusing the, it. Yeah, that energy, like, the your semen is, like, very... Powerful. Yeah, Especially powerful. mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, you know, dudes talk about semen retention and stuff. Yeah, okay, what is that? So, like, you're retaining your semen and not jerking off in... Not, you're not even, like, when you retain your semen, sometimes natural, naturally, you won't, you'll lose interest in, like women because you haven't stimulated your genitals and, and you've wasted all your gla- your like uh your what's it called your serotonin and all your whenever you just bust out hurt all the time i've been trying to do this thing where you don't you try not to bust but supposedly when you do that that's why supposedly priest and monk and these religious people they refrain from having sex because when you have sex and you bust you still masturbate at her i know well, you have to i think because your prostate is mm-hmm. about you because you can't, you have to, well, you have to bust a load because your prostate needs. <laughs> That's a shirt. You have to bust the load. No, dude, because like your prostate will get fucked up and you can't pee or and shit. Yeah, okay. So I, well, I don't know. I wonder if these monks, do they, do, I wonder if there's like a rule. Okay, you can't have sex, but you can jack off or you can masturbate. Yeah, you can masturbate to like a feeling, you know, yeah, it feels good. And you just kind of focus on that feeling. And that's what really what you're doing when you're like doing this sexual yoga is this feeling. You're just letting the feeling you feel the feeling but you learn to feel it throughout your body through like circulating your blood through your body 
Not just focusing yeah. it on your genitals. Yeah, yeah. You, you feel it through. So you have a full body orgasm. Whoa, you have that? You've had yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I've had it Dude. before. Dude. I had it before I was like shaking and shit. No like, way. Yeah. Wait, let me ask you this. Was it with porn or without? It was with, without, without okay, porn. Okay, see, that's what I'm talking about because I've heard that that, that porn is very destructive to you your spiritual. You can use porn too. I mean, some, like, I, I use porn to like try to stimulate myself so I can like mm. be more, what do you call it? So I can have like more stamina. Because, like, you want stimulation. Because when you're with a girl, you're stimulated as fuck because a girl's naked in front of you. Oh, hell yeah. You're horny as fuck. Oh, she, hell yeah. You feel her. That's the thing, too, is like you feel her energy. And so, like, there's two people that are sexually aroused, and it's even like way stronger. So, you have to get like really used to like that energy. Mm, it's and then work, you have to focus it. on your body and your breathing. But, like, I went into like a psychedelic state when I, mm. like, when I, uh, what do you call it, nutted up my spine, I felt like pulsating. So you don't head. bust, right? You don't bust, but like, you feel it like pulsating through your, your spine. How do you know, like, how do you do it to where you don't? So, you like, you build up your, that, that tension in your, when you're about, like, when you're, when you're about to come. Okay. Then fully relax your whole body, including, including this part, like your... Groin? Yeah, your, your groin, but what you do... He's pointing is, and he's at his dick area, ladies I'm and gentlemen. I'm grabbing my, my ball sack, yeah. Um, <laughs> But like yeah, you like you relax it or like you kind of push down or like you you push your pelvis like down. Oh, really. And it helps like the blood flow through Whoa. your dick and like so like I was dude I jerked off for like an hour dude. Okay, where did you figure this stuff out? Uh, I've been like listening to some ebooks and like mm, what what ebook? Uh, I listened to some guy called David Data. He has a book called Enlight Enlightened Sex. Okay. And um. Talks about there's practices you can do with partners, and like he also talks about practices you can do with yourself. Dude, I'm gonna need to get that book right mm -hmm. now. But yeah, like it pretty much like you pretty much don't know, and like you just like last forever. But you feel the sensation through your you sex, the sexual sensation. You focus on the sexual sensation throughout your whole body. So how many times did it take you to actually do it? Like it's right? Been, it's been like a good while. I mean, like a year. Oh, okay. Not like, I mean, like seriously trying, like maybe not, maybe not a year, like maybe like five months. But is it, is it hard? Like sometimes you just like, oh damn, I bet. Well, lately I, like, I'm like, it's been hard, you know, but like after doing, like after I, I finally, it's like I finally like got it this time. The technique. So like, yeah, like I know what to do. Dude, that's so pretty So I'm to try to keep practicing it. Like I want to build up because I busted a nut yesterday. And so like, well, like uh -huh. I'm going to try to build up some tension uh -huh. and see how it goes. Cause like when it's more intense when that tension. Oh yeah! Imagine like if you don't do it for a while, like like see that's why I think monks, they're so it's so interesting to me how they can refrain from society and like really fucking like meditate for days and like not worry about anything, just meditating and like, what what are, I'm sure they have problems and issues in their life too. But like what could their problems be like? Fucking John, he bites his rice too too loud when he eats, or I don't know. Like I'm sure they have things that bother them, but like. They have the time and the, like the space and the, and the teachings to like do this shit. H how do you think people figure this shit out? Like, how do you? Uh, what do you mean, like? Or this book and this book that you're that you you already read it or you're reading it? No, like yeah, I mean I've I've heard it like a couple times already. Okay, but how does it like how does it talk about this? Like it talks about like energy and like the masculine and the feminine woman and. Uh, like what what the man is built up or like any person that does, uh, like any person that 
what do you call it, like identifies to have like a masculine or feminine, like either gay or like if you're gay, one has to have, you have to have those poles. Cause if you don't have those poles like of masculine, feminine, you can't have sexual polarity. So you're saying everyone is a little bit of both? Yeah, I mean, everyone is both, Okay. really. This, everyone's both. But some people swing more to like one side to the other. Interesting. Like even me, like even some guys, like even like me, I, I kind of get more feminine around women sometimes, and that's like some some guys don't even realize that when when they're fe- or like they're masculine, like do, like lowers or something, and their feminine comes out more, which makes them more like emotional or like not really dominant, you know. And maybe I guess that's why with a lot of guys who, who don't get in touch with their feminine or like repress it or push it away, thinking that it's gay or, or yeah, yeah. whatever, they that's where they create blockages or problems or mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. Um, Excuse uh, Pete, he's eating some, some Burger King, and, and I'm rolling a, a splooge, splooge. And we're about to get a little sp- a spliffy in here. This is just a chill episode, y'all. But yeah, I, you know what I think about like the monks and shit, dude? Because I experienced something similar, like last year, I lost like total desire for everything. Oh yeah, tell me about that, because you said you didn't even feel like fucking, right? Like yeah, sex? I didn't give a fuck, like I, I didn't jerk off for a good while, like a month. And I didn't care about like any like any like women or anything, you know, any any sexual like stimulation. I didn't I didn't give a fuck about. Why do you think? That, and what I was doing a lot of mushrooms. Oh. And like, I, I was alone a lot, and I don't know. I was like just in my thoughts a lot, and like thinking about things. And so, what I would you be doing? Like, like sitting there and just thinking? Like in my house, like listening to music and like thinking about things and like myself and like reality, cause like. Oh, that's cool. No after, TV. Like, no TV. A TV, yeah. Like, but music and shit. Mo- mostly music, yeah. But like, I did that for a little bit, and like, what do you call it? Yeah, it was a really, a really weird moment because like a lot of weird shit would happen to me when you like retain your semen and like refrain from your desires or giving into your desires. Oh, yeah. You have like some like crazy shit happen to you, like and the universe will like will fuck with you hard. How so? Like, like try in to, a good way. Like try to like how? Like trying to like, tempt say, you? Like, yeah, I mean, when you retain your semen, a lot of women look at you because you have that polarity. Oh. You're like your your full your your sack is full of like dude. So like you get you pull women towards you, like you pull looks and you you know you, I'm yeah. sure you experienced yeah. it before. And, and I'm t- maybe that had something to do with the pheromones. Maybe when your sack no, yeah. is like fucking you're, full to the brim. Yeah, you're like your your testosterone is super high. And right, right. Like women don't don't even like know they're like sensing it. It's just a subconscious thing. Oh damn! It's so, like see, listen, guys, if y'all want to put more women like abstain from sex. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking jerk off and like. <laughs> Joe Rogan used to say though uh, he would tell people like him and his friends would tell each other when they went out to not make any stupid decisions that would tell okay guys before we go out we're jerking we're jerking it. <laughs> that way they won't get like distracted or like. Really. Yeah, but I don't. know. So you're saying don't. Well, it's a mind thing, dude. Interesting. You can have a, a sack full of cum and like not give a fuck, and you still like like attract all the women. And that I mean, that's the biggest thing about spirituality is like retaining from sexual pleasure or pleasure. desires, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean, you still be okay with you can't like not desire it, you know, because if you don't, you're going to swing them one way or the other. Hmm. So it's not like oh, I don't want, I don't like women, you know, like you say in your mind or something. Oh, I don't like women or something. You don't want to do that because then you're like reprogramming your mind to, to think you know oh, he doesn't like women so he has to like someone. Mm. So you fucking like 
That's what even that's what happens to like kids that like turn gay. Like they either suppress their like sexual side for women or something happens to them when they're younger or like in their teenage years that like a woman like breaks her confidence or something so they swing to one side or the other because then they you think yeah the yeah, traumatic dude. event yeah dude it happens like i i've seen people and i'm like that's an obvious i mean i say like an uncle raped a little, a little kid and um obviously he's gonna have that kid had his first experience was was with the same sex oh so he's gonna feel more sexual polarity with like another man damn it imprints on him yeah or something. it imprints him yeah damn but the same thing happens if you like try to like kill you don't want to like you have to like be okay with your desires but not give in to them, you know. I, I heard be somewhere there. that that's how kinks get started. Like if, when you're like first be hitting puberty or something, like if you you see a girl and she takes off her feet and like your first kind of sexual arousal comes through something like that, oh, it kind of like it sticks mm -hmm. with you and that's how kinks start. Damn. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I heard something about that from this sex doctor. He's really he's a cool guy. Yeah, I have a, I had a problem with like busting a nut too quick, okay. so I had to fucking figure this shit out, dude. And now you can last. Uh, I don't know. I need to try it. On need to time you. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna have you come over. I wear a lab coat. Can I tell you something though, <laughs> <laughs> dude? I fucking fucked this shit a couple days ago. Okay. And it was pretty good, you know. But like, I busted it real quick, and I didn't really like her, you know. Uh -huh. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. And this is like the third time I did this. Damn, program. the same chick. Yeah, it was a little, it was a black girl. Oh, dude, what did she say? Like she was like, okay, okay, and then she started giving like passive aggressive. She's like, well, you can just leave that, I guess. Then oh, I'm like, okay, damn. yeah, I'm gonna come. So I started putting my shoes on. Like, fuck it, dude, I gotta get oh, out of dude, here. Oh, dude, but then I, this, okay, what was this? Huh? What was this recently? Like, like yeah, like a couple, okay. like this past week. Okay. But like, dude, yeah, I feel bad, man, because like I was putting on my shit and she was like saying shit to me. And then she started like tearing up, dude. Oh, dude. And dude, I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, shit. Oh, okay, I'll try. Dude, I'm like, fuck, I'm fucking like soft too, dude. Mm -hmm. I don't like when I see a woman crying. Dude, and I you made her fucking cry. Yeah, dude, I just fucking left, dude. I couldn't. Oh, dude, dude that's you're breaking hearts out there. No, dude, I don't want to do that either, you know. Yeah, I remember a long time ago you had told me that you had already stopped, uh, like you weren't desiring it or more so you're like oh yeah so who's this just a random chick or? yeah i mean it was it's funny i, I fucked a this girl call? last 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 year we met on this app and we hooked up and then we met on this app again and we hooked up again on a different app yeah i mean the same app oh okay. pretty much same app but like that'd be weird yeah but we we hooked up again and you know like i like the girl but she's just not my type you know why she's, pretty, she's her personality is amazing but she's just kind of too big for me Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be like very like it's just like it is what it Dude. is, you know. But like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with women. Like she felt amazing. Like her coochie felt pretty good. Oh, nice. Yeah. And like, dude, she, her eyes were doing some weird shit. I was kind of scared for her. What do you mean? Like, she when I was possessed? fucking her? Yeah, dude. Oh she was like, she was like, oh my god. Like, she was dude. like, her eyes were like rolling and shit. And, like, you know like, what's what crazy? Fuck? I've been watching this one show. It's like called American Gods. It's about like supposedly the myths and the gods and like they come mm -hmm. to earth and they're really here. And there's this one bitch. She's like the part, kind of like the devil. And what she does is she'll go to bars and she'll like hook up with random men like who. Like not appealing man, but she's like super hot or whatever. Oh really? And then she fucks them, That's but cool then spot. she like she possesses, like she takes them, she puts them inside her pussy, and she like takes their power, like she takes their energy or something. It's fucking weird. 
Maybe that's what happened to you. You know, it was fucking crazy though. No, no, <laughs> maybe with my ex, I don't know. But um, you can do that if you can bu- build up enough sexual energy. You can start like saying like I'm with like you're a woman and we're next. I can start pulling your energy out of your body by just like feeling it. What do you mean? How? Like, that's what gurus do. Gurus can do that. That's why like they can move energy. You can move energy through like just looking or like feeling because mm. feeling is deeper than just like touching or anything. Feeling is like spiritual. So you think there's gurus out there that steal energy, like bad gurus? Oh yeah, there's definitely. Damn. Yeah. I mean, ones that. I mean, some. I feel like sometimes they don't even know. But like, I mean, I know. I know a couple of people that are very empathic and like very spiritual. Tell me about. But that. also like they're, they they were very good. They were very very good with like, the mind and like, manipulation. You know. And I mean, people like that that are very aware and very conscious and like in the moment, they know everything and see everything. So if they had an intention and you're like not empathic at all, and you're just kind of like a normal person, they can like take advantage of you pretty easy mm. by their own energy and like their own persuasion. Well, I've heard it the other way how when if you're an empath and you're around negative people, you can pull that negativity. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know, like if to absorb, like if you don't re- like. It all, all has to do with your mind and like say like a person looks like I have I even have this problem with people A person looks at me ugly and they're not really looking at me ugly because they like think something about me But they probably are going through something or or something like that, but like I Intake that look or that emotion that I see Onto myself and suddenly I know I'm angry or something. Damn and it sticks with you. Yeah, that's, what's... that's why you have to be aware that's what is, uh, this lady I did a podcast with, she was telling me that empaths like that, when you pick up that negative energy, if you don't release it somehow through like grounding yourself or exercising or like some type of technique, it'll stick with you and that'll yeah. start affecting you and your health. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's what happens. Like That's why you have to be careful when you up your energy or your vibration because the more higher your vibration is, the more deceptible you are of those things because you're, you're sensing more mm. so you can feel more. And but like it's harder to like detach yourself from the outside feeling, so like the, I th- I think the biggest thing at least what I do, I try to focus on my own energy. You have to focus on your like your heart center, your own energy. So how would you say you do this? You just like, cause so like you have love for someone or something, you can you can ground yourself like that. Like say like I oh this person looked at me ugly or something, but like I bring up a feeling or in a thought of my wife or mm, okay. my kids that I love. Then that love kind of takes away that negative energy. Wow, that's like a practice. I'm med- there's this. Uh, there's a lot of shit, dude. There's this one. Yo- I don't know if it's a yoga. It's kind of like a meditation practice, and it's called like the compassionate practice. And what it's supposed to help you do is to like. Y- do you think you could ever show compassion for somebody who killed someone in your family that you love? Possibly. You th- okay, but most people I think would say no. You're, you're a little bit more advanced yeah, yeah. spiritual, but most people would be like, fuck no, how could I forgive someone? I mean, but then again, I don't know. You okay, know. so there's this practice, it's called a compassion and meditation, and, and it what starts kind of like what you were saying, but backwards. You First, you think about somebody that you really love, uh, like you're your wife. Like, you're, like, you're like making yourself emotional so you can like try to subside it. Yeah, so yeah, so like, you you like know, that. I'll show you something later. Okay, so you, tell, you think like about your wife or your kids, you think, I really love them, and I would never want to hurt them or... or have any any um any uh, anything against them and then you kind of like spread these out like of your neighbors too you know of course they're my neighbors i would never want 
anything. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. I forgot how it goes exactly. Yeah, but you're, like, pretty much bringing... Your, what, you, what the thing is, like, you're bringing love. You're priming yourself with a love to, like, be able to show compassion to everybody. If you think, like, if you think about it, to fight negative energy or anything negative, you have to combat it with the duality of what that energy is, you know? Man, but that's, that's fucking hard. Oh, there's an, another thing that I, I've been wanting to say. It's, um... In, in Africa, I don't know if it's in Africa, but in another culture, they have a different type of justice system. That, for example, say me and you, I kill somebody in your family, right? Yeah. They would, they would uh, arrest me, and and the, the way that they did their trials would be that they would take me and take me to the ocean on a boat, and then they would like throw me, and then you would be there, and you oh, could yeah, decide. Please. You would decide. Should I let him drown and die and just take his um, take his punishment, or should I save him? And some people save the person, and that's kind of like that compassionate thing. Like to be honest, I feel like you would feel way better if you did that. Though. If you, you know saved I mean? him, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure some people would be like, I hope he drowns because he really hurt me. He took somebody from my yeah, family. Yeah, but like the thing is, like with that, you know, I've been kind of dealing with some some hurt recently, and I've been trying to get over some shit that someone really did me wrong, you know, and. Really, like, letting go and, like, forgiving, really forgiving and loving that person that hurts you really sets you free from oh, that, yeah. like... definitely. That shit that, like, you're just, like, you hope you hope this person dies, you know? You hope... But, like, for your whole life, you're going to be talking about how this person, like, um, fucked up your family or something. It hurt you. But then again, like, if you switch it around, you could be like, well, I forgave him and, like... You, you know? let it go. So, like, you feel fine. You go on with your life, you know, being happy and... Not miserable. Yeah, not about, dwelling in that yeah, that misery, that pain. It is hard. It's not easy. Like it's. But see, that's humans. what it takes. That's that's some high level awareness, high level knowledge of knowing like how to forgive and let things mm. go. And I think that comes with meditation, psychedelics, grounding yourself, just really knowing who you are. But it is hard. Like, but see, that's what it's like in the hood. In the hood, you kill one of their homies. They're like, all right, round up the squad. We're gonna go do a drive by. And it's like, cause they're. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's sad to say, but they're at a low vibration where they don't have that inkling or that even that mm -hmm. knowledge of being compassionate or like, we're all going to die eventually. Like, why are you going to go and get revenge? Maybe you get killed on the way. Like, I don't know. It's Life's a mystery. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. It's pretty wild, but it's all about duality. And like, if you just learn about duality and how to play with it, you understand your mind better and like how to like switch things back and forth. Right. Walk the middle path. I've been um, practicing this. This is pretty cool. I like this. I like this. Okay, yeah. so me, me and uh, P, he's here. We're chilling in my garage. And uh, we're watching. I like to watch this guy. His his name is Nomadic Ambience on YouTube. And he just like posts videos of him walking around different parks while it's raining. And it's kind of ASMR. And I don't know if I'm into ASMR, but this is like very calming, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah like, I know. <laughs> I, I enjoy, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, check him out. They're like pretty... Uh, pretty like an hour long video. Stuff. ASMR? Yeah. It, well, you never heard about that? Yeah, I've heard about it before. It's like when people. It's like soothing things? Yeah, soothing. people put that microphone like real close to their mouth and make like real sounds that people are pleasing to people's ears and shit. Mm. I think just that gives more credence because some people say that doesn't affect them. Like they don't find it pleasing or pleasurable to hear. I feel them. like those people are just too much in their minds. Maybe, but I think that just to me it gives credence to the to that idea that there's. Um, different people. We have different proclivities yeah, yeah. or we're attracted to different things. 
Yeah, the girl was telling me about like doing something like this, but with like tapping noises or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. She's like, she's like, um, she wants to open up like a nail salon or something, and like, or like a spa, and like do like ASMR stuff, like what? soothing stuff while you're getting the spa done or something. Bro, I wouldn't be surprised if that takes off because a bunch of people are yeah. into that. I wonder why. I mean, I, she I said, yeah, she said something about. I was like, damn, that's pretty smart. Yeah, you should do that. You know. But anyways. So I, I want to know about that more that semen retention or that what? How long were you holding your semen in for? I held it for like a month once. Damn. Actually, I'm not was sure. It, was it hard? No, because I was doing mushrooms. I was like, man, oh, mushrooms are fun. <laughs> and I just like I was like, around that time either like I if I was smoking, I would like give up masturbating, mm. or like if I was um what do you call it? Like doing mushrooms i would just like not worry about because like and you wouldn't get horny on mushrooms i get super horny on mushrooms really yeah really yeah yeah how well sometimes sometimes i don't oh i, I want to tell you about my latest mushroom trip i haven't really talked Dude, i about need to tell you about mine okay too. you tell me about yours oh, you want here yeah cool dude so i took like two grams of this uh man this tropical florida stuff or something okay. i don't know what it's called it's been a is long. it a, a blue meanie i'm not sure dude. okay because i had some blue minis and that shit was strong no I, it's not that strong Okay. But like yeah, I tripped on some of that and I laid down. Uh, I was trying to figure out some stuff, my, some stuff with myself. So you already had intentions. Yeah. Right. To try to like. How do you set the scene? How do you prepare? I, I, w I would like to know how you prepare because I have like a whole ritual I do. Oh really? I just like have a bed and some music playing. I have uh, some stuff around my house saying that it's me. I'm Peter. Really? Like sometimes I forget. Like notes? Yeah, like memento? Yeah, like notes. Like I'm on mushrooms right now. I've done that too, dude. <laughs> I have a whiteout. Uh, uh, what's it called? A fucking uh, dry erase board, and I'll write on it. You're just on mushrooms, or like, because I've had pretty intense trips where I'm like, what's wrong with me? But I've learned after that. Yeah, dude. No, yeah, I've been on like some of those like like that too. So what would you what do you write like sticky notes? Yes. No, I, yeah, like I'll just put it on some paper I can find somewhere, or like I had some on my phone, like I put a, pulled up a notepad and laid back for a little bit and I went into like <coughs> in the dark. Uh no no it was actually like kind of midday-ish. not midday like evening. Okay. It was pretty light outside. I I never really tripped during the day. I I feel more of a calling to do it at night. Nah, dude, come on. Well, I can, dude. I have kids and shit. I mean, wow. I, I wish I would have, but like now I really can. But I don't know. I feel I like Sometimes, it more Sometimes I'll just go fucking eat a little, like a little piece of a stem, and I'll just go about my day. Oh, like, that's dude. microdosing. That's cool. But, well, well, see, the way I think I figured it is like, because like, you know when you watch scary movies, like the old scary movies when they when it's dark and you don't really see the monster? It's kind of scary because you don't, because now in the movies they show you the monster straight up, and it's not that scary. But when it's more of a mystery, it's in the dark. To me, when you're tripping, when it's in the dark and you can't see as much, your mind doesn't get distracted by visuals or by what's going on. I kind of like to do sensory deprivation where I just lay in bed with some music on my headphones and just like yeah. lay down and try not to move at all or try not to think. I meditate to like empty any thoughts. Can you like empty your thoughts? Oh yeah, it's easier on mushrooms, but continue. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You said you um, left notes around your phone and- Yeah, yeah, and like sometimes I'll transition from like my downstairs to my upstairs. Sometimes I'll dance, like I'll, I'll just be, just like to change like the scenery. Oh yeah, sometimes. yeah, 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 that's fun. But like, yeah, I, I would lay back for a little bit. 
see, what was my intention this time? I was just like trying to just figure some shit out with myself. Uh, I was just like, man, what was it? Oh, like it was something with my mind, dude. I was trying to like, cause like last year, like I was in a very good place before I met this girl. The one that you just talked about? No, a different oh, one. Damn, like, bro. Um, well, we were slinging dick everywhere. Nah, dude, it's not like that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, she kind of like fucked up my rule, my vibration, and whatnot, and um. I was like on a pretty good like positive mind. <coughs> I wouldn't think all day. Not not like I you weren't overthinking. Think. I would, yeah, I would be like present all day in the moment. So like the mind was absent most of the day. It's not there. I just I'll, I'll pull it back to like use it if I need to use it. But like or like sometimes it would <coughs> actually shit. It was gone for like most of the time like last year. Your mind. Yeah. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> Dude, there's this thing called uh, non-duality, where you just, you don't look at things like like good and bad. You just kind of look at, at it for what it is. See, that's cool, but I think that's when you start getting into that kind of a cold type, because that's how they think. You know, the checkerboard. Okay, the the masons and their symbolism of the checkerboard. Yeah, is they symbolize it as you in, know what bad is though. You know, it's not like you. Okay, well, yeah, but let me let me explain it like this. For them, the Masons, they use the checkerboard as symbolism of life is a game. And there's, to them, it's a game. And they see the white and the black on the checkerboard as good and bad choices. But to them, once you really transcend and you really know the secrets, you realize that there is no board and that everything is actually gray. And so that's why they, they, with that mentality, that gives them the excuse to do all the fucked up shit that they do in the world. Yeah, cause it, cause what you, what happens there? See, see, you like, well, it's like kind of like what you're saying. You're omitting. Are, are you omitting duality, or what do you mean? Like I, I, I live like in a non-duality. Like, I mean, I, there's obviously bad and good going on. Obviously, people shouldn't be doing bad, but like, you don't look at it because that's how you absorb it. Like, if you when you up your vibration, when you get like in a high vibration, you have to look at it like that. Because if you don't, if you don't, you get sucked in all to to all the bad. And like you just can get consumed by it, and you go, you go, you lose your mind. <laughs> I, I, what do you mean? So, so you're saying to not see things as good or bad? Yeah, no, you still see them as good as bad, but like you're kind of just like whatever about it. Like it is what it is. Like you mm. see something bad happen, you're just like, okay, cool, you know. But like we know, we all know when if bad things happen, sometimes good things come out of it. But you, you do know? try to help people. Yeah, yeah okay. of course, and you, you have to. You, you have know what's one fucked up thing that I heard from this one. A documentary that's actually really interesting um, this guy he says that in the end he, he's all about Jesus in the end he's talking about how the Jesus testimony is usually the most powerful why let me take a hit of this first. <coughs> because do you ever hear Satanists have testimonies of like oh I became a Satanist and it changed my life I'm so happy I'm at peace um, I love helping people no you never hear um, a Hindu guy say like Oh, now I, I've learned that it's all... Maybe, I don't really know the Hindu religion, but they're not really about like love and forgiveness. They're really usually about Shiva, and it's about destruction and order and chaos. Yeah, Shiva's so, and the Christian religion is the only testimony of a person who can really like... I'm sure most people have heard somebody have a testimony of be like, I met Jesus and like he changed my life. And like... <laughs> right? You know, you know my like, idea on the whole like religion and like... Cause I've been thinking like it's just thoughts, you know, going on. 
But dude, like, I kind of see, like, how you're saying, like, um, I feel like there's, there's two goods in the world. There's the worldly good, and there's, like, the Christianity faith good, you know? There's, there's light and darkness that pe- some people see in the world, and, like, there's, like, both of them are darkness, and, like, one's, like, good, you know? And I think that's what Chris- Christianity is, because, like, even with, like, the spirituality stuff and, like, enlightenment and whatnot, like, it pretty much just, like, it's, like, the same thing, kind of like Jesus, you know? But it's, like, it's different. But, like, it takes you in a different direction than, like, that. I don't, I don't what do you mean? Like, it doesn't take you down the same road. I mean, you're peaceful, but, like, you come across, like, a lot of So you mean shit. there's the there's a good of a normal, regular human good, and there's a good of a Christian? Yeah, path? like, the Christian view of what good is. Because, like, the Christian view of good is is different from, like, the spirituality, the world spirituality, like... How? What do you think is different about it? Um, they're more like, it's more like, like, you can't have sex, you can't have, you can't But only with the marriage, only in marriage. Yeah, but you can't, you can't do, you can't, um, you can't go into these things like you go into, like, spirituality, if that makes sense, like meditation and, like, transcendence. Oh, yeah. Because what, what transcendence does is pretty much makes you godly. (coughs) You're, you're God, like. Um, that's why they say some people say like with non-duality, your God is God just is, and what you're doing when, when you go into a non-duality, kind of like even when you go on a psychedelic and you're just like kind of in the moment, present, you're not like thinking about anything or you're thinking about stuff, but like in the moment, like bad and good isn't like really like there. If that makes sense. So let me ask you this because I I I, re, I feel like I'm becoming a, a born again Christian. So what are you saying that it's the Christian ideal is something that I think is right, you know. But like, I think I think it it's right, and like I think like the spirituality stuff might be like something pretty bad, like for the end times or something. Like new age religion <clears throat> shit. Yeah, or like even like with enlightenment and stuff. Oh yeah, I like think all so of too. It's like it's kind of like a mi- they're tricking you, they're misleading you. I see it like a big trick. Like yeah, it yeah. sounds nice. <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna open up my third eye. I'm gonna meditate, do yoga, do all this shit to open up myself and be more at peace. But it's like, yeah, it's cool and all, but like people... It can take you down a fucked up path. Because yeah. like if you're not like <laughs> on your shit, like you can go into the negative stuff and like believe like, oh, bad, bad is fucking good. But right. obviously bad is not good. Right. And you don't go and do bad stuff. Right. But like you can go down there. Yeah, because like, once you start talking about like that, like yoga stuff, you start getting people start talking about the Ouija board and they want to start talking with the... They want to start messing with the tarot card and divination and... And start maybe maybe um, manifesting entities to get powers and shit. What like, you're pretty much doing with when like with this whole like upping your vibration and like meditation thing, you're pretty much manipulating. Well, that's why I heard. I forgot where I heard this from. I think it was from that guy David Data or something. But like you're, you're you're when you up your vibration and you like do good things, the angels like in the hemisphere or something, like. We all know those those things in there are not angels. They're probably something else, you know. But they're they're able to manipulate and control what that happens in the world, you know. And so you get more energy from those people or like those angels, entities. Yeah, those entities. You you are favored by them. So like no matter what you do, you could do, be doing bad. That's what that's what happens. Like man, what, what were we talking about? Like something about. Um, I gotta take a piss, huh? You shouldn't see all these homeless people and stuff. 
Hey, if I have food or something, I'll fucking give it to them. Oh, yeah, every time I have money, I try to give it away to the homeless people. Because then, then they You know, like, shit. it doesn't, like, I, I mean, I don't know, like, I feel like it doesn't, like, give them money or give them, like, if, like if, if I have food, I give it to them, whatever I got. If I can like, help them with something, I'd give it to them. Some people are just like, oh, you shouldn't give money. They're using it for drugs. Yeah, or but still, like they like, need. They it. could like go get something to eat. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. like they still have to eat. Yeah, but still, even <laughs> if they do go get beer, like, fucking, he needs help. Like, I mean, those people are in a fucking low ass place, dude. Yeah, man, that must suck. But but they're probably having a fucking time in their life. <laughs> that's another thing. That's how you know COVID isn't real. If the, COVID was real, the homeless would have been obliterated. Oh, and that's so fucking. They're true. thriving. They're thriving. <laughs> They're, they're more healthy than ever. <laughs> they're multiplying. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Nuclear blast. But, okay, earlier, we were talking about the religion thing. Can you remember what we talked about? Yeah, we were, I was talking about, like, non-duality. Yeah. Or, or, like, you said something about talking about, like, karma and... Okay, and no, stuff. I wanted to continue with this thought. But, like, the karma and dharma thing, like, when you're in dharma... You're not affected by karma, so you can do bad and not get like. Dharma? What's dharma? Dharma is like it's like non-duality. I think dharma is like non-duality. Like it's a state of being or a state of being and like or like I think I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think dharma is um, non-duality though. We can see this. Okay, let's look it up. An aspect of. All right, I pulled it up. This is the Wikipedia account. It says Dharma um, is a key concept with multiple main meanings in Indian religions such as Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, Sikhism, and others. Although there is no single word translation for Dharma in European languages, it is commonly translated as righteousness or merit or religious and moral duties governing individual individual co conduct. In Hinduism, Dharma is one of the four components of the Purusartha, the aims of life and signifies behaviors that are considered to be in accord with Rata in order to make <laughs> life in the universe possible. So it seems like, okay, so in Buddhism, it means cosmic order, cosmic law and order. Cosmic law and order. So is that type, is that kind of what you thought uh, it meant? Let's see, like, I'm a joke. That's what happens, like, when you transcend. <coughs> you switch over from karma to dharma, I think. I think. Well, anyways, what, what were you trying to go with this? But, like, stuff? it's pretty much like dharma. You're <coughs> even non-duality. <coughs> you right? If you know how, yeah, I'm just, like, kind of fucked up because I don't smoke for it. What, were you, what did you bring? A I joint? I a joint. <coughs> oh, okay. <coughs> hmm. Yeah. Weak lungs. Yeah, fucking. You need to practice deep breathing. <laughs> have you ever done that? Yeah, I do that every day. Have you? But have you looked into how people can release DMT? Yeah, yeah. Have you done That's that? That's what I was gonna try to show you earlier. Uh, like, there's like this like mad like breathing I do. I've seen it. Like, it looks scary. Yeah, yeah I'm like, <sighs> like something like that. Dude. But, like you do like a lot. <clears throat> but like you get mad, you know. Okay. But like you get that the Kundalini, um, energy like circulating up your back. Really? You do You've done it. I done it and like you just settle down. You just you get like real mad. Like you get you, you know the feeling of being angry. Rage. Yeah, rage. You're just like, <laughs> and you're just like, Shh. okay, I'm peaceful now. You're what? Like, what you the switch, fuck? You switch that like, 
that it's like it's kind of weird though sometimes. Wow, that's when you when you but it's it's, it's like a superpower you can touch through. Okay, your, like, so okay, walk us through it. What do you do? <clears throat> well, this is what I do. I, this is something I just I didn't look up anything. I was just one day I was listening to music and jamming, and it's like I had this this thing. I'm like, oh, let me do this real quick. I'm like, <sighs> okay. And I started like I'm like, oh shit. I Hyperventilating. Like, no, like not hyperventilating. I was breathing, and I was like I was getting angry. I'm like I was realized this, and then I was like. Then I stop, and then I feel like a lot of energy like rushing through my body. Dude. Like you feel that emotional energy, it's like that emotional energy. You're like you, when you get emotional, you, you get stimulated with your emotions. Yeah, and you so have adrenaline gets, coming yeah, out of shit. It gets trapped in your in your body. <clears throat> it's trapped in your body for like a, a period of time, if you don't know how to like de-escalate your emotions, like naturally. So you fucking did this without knowing and not knowing, yeah. and you looked into. Have you looked into? No, it I haven't looked into. You, you, you fucking was telling. Me, I was like, oh, okay, so so there's a practice. There's this dude online. I'll send you the link afterwards. But like, <coughs> he's it's called like breathing technique to release DMT. And he does something like that. He'll sit in lotus position and he like he sets the scene. He has incense going. He has uh, uh, I think like music, singing bowl kind of music going on, and like he he starts. Like first he starts slow breathing through his nose, out his mouth, and then it gets faster and faster. And then he'll do this thing where he'll do it really quick, like breathing in and breathing out, and then he'll stop and then hold his breath, and then he'll just breathe out, and then he'll try to just breathe in and breathe in for a while. And he's like doing something, and I can't really explain it. We'll see the video right now, and then we'll see what, what you gotta say. Because maybe it was something similar, but I'm sure people do that. I mean, you hyper, you oxygenate yourself. You can, people can do that. Just like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, if yeah. you do that for a while, you'll feel something. But you have to do it right though. Because yeah. if you don't, you'll you'll just like make yourself have a heart attack or something. Yeah, you can just like make yourself feel <laughs> lightheaded. But if there's a technique he said to do, to do that. So let, we're gonna look it up right now. We'll pause and then we'll come back and see what what, what P has to say. Those planes of the uh, in the the sky. You can get all this stuff like straight from the source. Like you just have to be open to it. <coughs> like any knowledge about yourself or like anything. Okay, here we go. Okay, we're gonna pause right now. Okay, Pete, tell us what the video. What did you just see in this video? What what explain uh, to us? They were doing some breath work and like trying to move energy up the spine, and <coughs> no, yeah, the guy. I I've seen that guy before. Yes, he, he seemed to have some pretty good content. But so, yeah. So they're at the beach. These two guys. This guy's trying to teach this other guy this method to like release DMT through breath work, and he does this weird thing where he's like breathing in and breathing out quickly, and then like he holds it and he like s squeezes in his gut where you can like see his rib cage, and he's like he said he's massaging his organs, but then he says he starts to release DMT, and it didn't look like he was tripping, but I'm. I'm there's definitely something to that. You're, are you gonna do it? No, I, I did it before. Like um, when you do like heavy breath work, when you do yoga, or you're like stretching your spine, and you breathe, and you you kind of feel the feeling and visualize that like something's moving. I mean, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have when you breathe in, you're supposed to have a feeling or like a a, a thought of something moving down in the front of your body. You're supposed to imagine it. Kind of like imagine like so yeah so like something's like moving oh shit and then like, it gives you this feeling like you feel in your spine when you do that when you breathe down like try to like meditate right like right do it right now oh, yeah, and breathe yeah imagine something like coming over you like 
Yeah, dude, I, man, that's all crazy. See, but the thing is, how do you think people discovered this? Or how, they discovered it by just being aware and like being con- like conscious. But see, like to me, that would take. This is why I think it's monks, not a lo- it's not a logical thing. It just happens, and you're just like, okay. And that's crazy because when I was little, when I was a little kid, man, I would see. I don't. I can't even believe I tell people this sometimes, but I would lay down, like. Because my dad would get upset and he would tell us that we're tired and we're sleeping. So he'd tell us, you're tired, go take a nap. And he would tell us to go to our room. And I would just lay there and be like, man, this is fucking suck. This is boring. And I would just close my eyes and like, I don't know. Because I would just like clear my mind. I don't know what I was doing. I was just trying to think of nothing. And I would think, where do thoughts come from? Like, as soon as I think of something, like, I already know it. How can I get before a thought? Like, how can I... And I don't know, This I think this is when you start getting into free will. But I would close my eyes and try not to move or think. And I would get little movies or visions in my head. I would see things. That's just, if you think about it, dude, that's just a part of it. There's another part to it. Dude. How so? Okay, so you have the thought that comes into like your consciousness. And then you have a visualization that will give you that thought. Or like a thought to the visualization. So the visualization comes first? No, it it could be either or. Or it could be a feeling too. You could have a feeling that that can turn into a thought. Or a thought that will give you a feeling. Okay. But like these things, what what comes into your consciousness. But there is a knowing of what's going to come before, which is your awareness and your soul. Dude, man, that's fucking... Because I always wonder, like, what was that? Like... And, and after a while, like, when my dad would tell him, he would get upset and be like, okay, go to your room, go take a nap. I would kind of enjoy it because it would be like, okay, now I have time to be at peace and quiet. Like, there's an excuse for me to be in here in quiet and peace. And, and, and when I was a kid, I remember I would call it in my head. I would be like, I would go, I'm, it's cool, I'm going to my room, but I'm going to go see cartoons in my head. And that's what it was. It was kind of like, sometimes it would be very, like, DMT-like. Have you never taken, or have you had a uh, heavy dose of mushrooms where you like see yeah, yeah, cartoons and shit in your head? Not cartoons, but like, I, I, I mean, I, I think it had something to do with aliens once. Hmm. Also, I kind of <laughs> lifted out of my body too on some mushrooms. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was crazy. That's probably what the Beatles was talking about. Because like, I was dan- dancing around my apartment, and I was pretty high on some fucking mushrooms, dudes. But like, I felt myself up to the ceiling. But I'm like, I'm just dancing. I'm like, I, but like, I felt like I was like way above my body. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, then I started like, I came to like the stop, and I came like, I felt like I came down. Oh, and I was dude. Like, I was like, oh shit, the fuck is, where am I at? <laughs> so you think your consciousness expanded above you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does, that, it does that all day long, but. You know, that's a weird thought right now. What I just thought, most people think that their mind and their consciousness resides in their brain. Because that's it's where it's actually like an extraterrestrial, dude. What do you mean? It's like not, and it's like an entity. It's something not a part of us. Like if the consciousness, brain, like brain, or the, the brain is different from like the mind. Yes. You know. Yes. But the mind is like something we can't see. Yeah. the The brain is the tangible thing that creates everything that the the computer of the brain, but the mind is separate. It's a it's an intangible world where. Thoughts and your imagination and the problem solving happens. So where was I going with this? Okay, so oh, okay, so people think con- that consciousness resides in the brain because that's where the computer is. But some people I've heard or I remember reading somewhere that actually consciousness is is 
around you have like a six foot or seven foot aura that surrounds you uh, like in a 360 dimension all around you and that this is sometimes when you when you get close to people that have negative energies or auras you can pick up on that because you're uh, aurora that is sticking about, uh, out around you in a 367 foot radius around you it's picking it up and people some I don't know if this is what I heard or I'm just making this up in my head right now but what if that's what consciousness is it's not in your brain but it's all around you oh, it encompasses okay. your whole body and she even even just around you what you can kind of reach over with your arms and that whole space within your bubble essentially yeah but you know the different layers of the aura you have like the emotional body you have the mind and then you have the soul. Like, there's different, like, the different colors are different things, I think. I'm not sure what they all are, but I know the, the emotional body's there, and, like, the, the mind is there. But, like, mm. yeah. Very interesting. But, yeah, the mind is definitely not, like, something we can see. You don't touch, you can't touch it. But, like, it's, it's the, the thing about the mind, it's, it's, it's all about duality. It's all about good and bad. <clears throat> it's like either or. It doesn't matter. Like, because you know, like how sometimes you think, like, oh, that's a good idea, but like, you know, oh, it's no, it's not. It's either or, like bad or good. Like, oh. that's why. Like, that's oh, is there such a thing as neutral? That's what I'm saying. Non-duality is neutral. They're like more like you're observing. You understand the bad. You understand the good. Oh, okay. Then now I understand what you're meaning. The, uh, what I was, what I was getting, what uh, what I was understanding from what you were saying is that they're that you obliterate the idea of good and bad but it's like no i no, get no. i do that all the time i understand i see the good and the bad but it's like i'm not gonna acknowledge the bad all the time yeah or, you can't, or you dwell can't. in dwell in that all the time because like say like the news or something dude like there's always something bad on there and you don't want to infect your mind with all that negativity yeah but like also, having too much good can also, like, make you naive and oh, yeah. stupid. Yeah, right, yeah. So, like, there's the, a balance. The middle path, like the Sean would like, say. That's what I had, like, a problem with last year. I was, like, too, like, positive. And, like, I didn't have that duality side of, like, oh, I need to tell this person to fuck off, you know? Oh, or, like, okay. Or, this person's taking advantage of me, but, like, I don't want to, I don't care to... Say something. Say something or, like, make a, a thing about it. Right. When I really should have got mad and, like, use my... Because you can use your emotions, like... You, but, like, learning to calm your emotions is good and switching your emotions. But, like, there's, like, sometimes there's a perfect, like, frequency that you can shoot your, like, your emotion in, your tone, or your, like, your emotion through your vibration that you say, like, smoothly. Like, some people, it's, like, too much, you know. Sometimes it's, like, oh, they're so angry. But, like, if you do it perfect, like, you show a little, like, anger, but, like, also you're talking real logically and, like, clear. Mm -hmm. But it's tell, hard like, when you're angry at the moment. You can't. Yeah, but because like, your your heart beat, your heart rate is up, your adrenaline's what, running. That's what happens when you like do that technique and you sell, you calm yourself down mm -hmm. real quick. You um, you learn to like kind of sift it out like smoother. And see, that's something that I wish they taught kids. Like right now, I'm teaching my daughter that. Like, let let me tell I'm gonna tell the story of what happened. Like last weekend, we we're playing. We went to my sister's house. We we're playing out there with the ball. And me and my daughter were kind of playing dodgeball. And I, I wasn't really trying to throw the ball hard, you know. I was just kind of throwing it but not hitting her hard. And then one time I kind of, I, I couldn't test my own strength, I guess. I was being too much in the moment. And I kind of hit her hard. And she kind of like, she got scared. And then she looked at me and then she started crying. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's okay. Come here, come here, come here. And then I like got on my knee and I told her, okay, I need to take a deep breath right, right now. 
and she, she couldn't because you know she's crying and she's she's so full of emotion. You know, I'm telling her, I'm telling her, hey, you, this is why I'm always telling you take a deep breath. This is why it's very important. Right now, I need you to take a deep breath. Right now, do it. You can do it. And she's she's like, <laughs> and she was trying. I was like, take a knee and take a deep breath. And then she did. And then like, and she calmed down. And like, if she wouldn't have done that, she would have kept on crying. You know, it's for kids. If you don't teach them how to like calm and censor themselves, their emotions can run rampant. And like, you'll do things like when you get angry. When I was younger, especially. I didn't know that, and I would get angry, and I would break stuff. I put holes in my wall. I would fuck. I broke my phone a couple of times, and it's because I didn't know how to center or calm myself. But like, I I think it's very important that we teach kids how to do that. Yeah, I agree, man. Cause like I had the same problem when I was younger. I was very like emotional, or like when I get angry, I would get angrier, like, and I didn't know how to really stop it. But my dad would just like be like, stop, stop feeling that way. You have mm-hmm. no right to feel that way. That made me even more mad because, like, I'm like, fuck, I feel like this, so, you why know. Why can I feel? Yeah, why can't I, like, feel like this? You know, I feel like this right now. I'm, why am I not supposed to feel like this? Mm-hmm. You know? And to be honest, that fucked me up, like, in my adult years because, like, you know, your emotion, your emotions are there for a reason. And to neglect them could, like, help or, like, contribute to, like, make making bad decisions or, like, letting people manipulate you or, or use you based off like your emotion or being emotional or like not being able to calm down or like or like to make you happy and like take advantage you know see let me give you let me tell another story that i'm thinking about right now because it's interesting how the mind works because like that when i was younger too my i was very i think you and i are empaths and you're the one who kind of turned me on to this idea of empaths and people who can pick up on emotions and really feel too deeply but when I was little, like that too, my father would be like, "Okay, stop, stop feeling like that, or calm down, relax. What's wrong with you? Just go to your room." Like he would always tell us, "Like just go to your room and uh, go to sleep." So, where was I going? Fuck. Okay, so like that taught me to repress my emotions, and when I would repress them after so long, that like you said, it makes you angry. Like, why yeah, can't yeah, I feel yeah. like this? You're frustrated. Yeah. Like- so I so. A habit I picked up whenever I would get frustrated, instead of just knowing that it's an emotion and letting it pass, it would turn into anger. And so the other day, my daughter, we're playing outside with the sprinkler, we're getting wet, we're having a good time. And um, she comes inside running, and we have like ceramic on the floor, and it's very slippery. And I've told her, you know, don't run. And she comes in running, and she falls, and she slips, and she like, I thought she got hurt, but I saw that she wasn't hurt. And my first instinct was anger because I was so emotional that from my childhood, this this uh, behavior pattern of turning emotion into anger instead of understanding it, I told her, I yelled, I kind of yelled, I don't yell at her, but I said, I told you not to run when you're, when you're, when it's wet. And then I, I stopped like right before the end of the sentence and I said, oh my God, I'm sorry, are you okay? Like, which is, that should be the natural response first. Are you okay instead of? you fucked yourself up, listen to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. It's like little things like that that people don't realize that they do these habits, that they do when, out of instinct when they're full of emotion, that if they don't, like you said, censor themselves or ground themselves, react in an in a, in a improper way. No, yeah, totally. I agree with you on that. Hmm. Um, but sometimes it's just like natural, though. I think it's okay, like, like that, I don't think that's bad. 
even if like you were like you got angry or like you're upset, you know, because you're getting upset because you don't want her to get hurt. Yeah. Because it's like your love. Yeah. So it's like anger, anger in like a different way. I mean, your emotions could mean different things. Dude, you know, right now that just made me think of this video of this like, this this lady, her kid did something stupid, and he hurt himself, and she comes out running like, "You dumbass motherfucker! You see what you did!" But like, kind of like that, she's angry, but it's out of love. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the child can notice that, especially if the child really loves their parents. Yeah, she looked at me and she was like, "Why are you mad?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And like that's when I quickly, like as soon as I was saying, "Why are you running?" She looked at me and I, I was like, "Oh my god, no! Like I'm sorry. What, are, you, are you okay?" So, I don't know. It's crazy how they don't teach you this simple shit in school. Like, mastering your emotions should be the well, utmost priority. I, the thing is, like, I think, well, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen some stuff on, like, childhood stuff. And, like, when you're growing up or when you're, yeah, when you're growing up, you develop, like, different chakra systems or, like, emotional bodies in your in your body. And, like, so, like... In their childhood, they're, they're forming this emotional body, but like the emotional body is really sensitive and like it's like very, um, it's hard to control because you have like a lot of hormones going on and like your body is changing, you're consi- you're really you're growing fast, you know, and so like being emotional, some kids if they have like a like improper balance in their brains or something chemically, or something like that. I think so it's just a lack of love, to be honest. Maybe. Maybe I mean they they they're like that for because a if they have some probably some issue mentally, maybe it's because they ate something wrong or some type of ingestion they took or the environment they're in or the maybe there's mold in the air, and and when you love something you like nurture and you make sure you live in a proper yeah. clean home and all that. But sorry, continue. No, yeah, but like yeah, I think I mean yeah, definitely should be taught like how to like calm down and like reassure themselves and see if, if they if they can like achieve that but, like I wouldn't hold them to the expectation of like achieving controlling your because when you when you get to like a certain like 25 or something your your brain is fully developed you're right. able to consciously like make more decisions but not not master your emotions but like to to acknowledge and to realize what your emotions do and how to like try to censor yourself like why don't they teach kids how to like meditate or like ground themselves outside with their feet well, or like be in nature and meditation to be honest is a dangerous kind of dangerous practice if you think about it because what you're doing there is you're sitting still and you're letting your your mind kind of die and so if you if you don't know what's going on um i mean this is just my perspective on it you know i don't know maybe meditation would be great for children i don't know but like your ego's dying I mean, I guess in that age, age you're just like, you're there already. You don't have much of an ego. Mm. But, like, but see, how do we teach kids to, to, to stay in that kind of state? Because well, like Jesus said, like uh, the kingdom of heaven belongs to, ch- to children. Kind of kids, who, like you said, who don't have an ego, who are like in the moment all the time, who don't yeah, really hold pure, resentment. They're, they're and, you yeah, know? They, they, look, they just love. They just know what lo- like to love and not to, like, oh, that person has a is drinking or something, yeah, that's, I hate that person or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? Like, yeah. They're just more like, oh, that person's drinking. So what? Like, like you said, like, the d- non duality, like, yeah. in the middle, like, they don't see it as good or, or bad. Or they might, like, look at it as, like, a funny thing or something funny. Mm. Instead of, like, <laughs> fucking, 
totally like negative like oh right. these people shouldn't be drinking i mean maybe some i don't know yeah some people do need it but yeah, it's that's, that's wild, man. The mysteries of life, and the kids already know them. They don't need to be, like, it's us as we become adults, and we become set in our ways, and indoctrinated, and hardened by life. I mean, you have to be, I guess, you're going to be indoctrinated no matter what by something. So, it's just like, I mean, it's up to them, I guess, in their adult years to see what they want to believe and what they don't want to believe. But, I mean, you can do the best you can what you can do. But like, I don't think there's ever going to be a way of getting rid of, like, fucked up children or, like, fucked up people. Because, mm-hmm. like, this world is just too fucked up, dude. There's, <laughs> there's like, no way. Cause it's, and see, yeah. I always think, like, I, the, the reason I try to do the things that I do is to, like, try to change the world or be, like, it sounds like whatever to, to say that we could change the world, but, like, to me, it seems so simple. I was talking to this other guy on my, on, my other, on this other podcast. He's like a Christian guy. He was all talking about how the answers are at your nightstand. Like the Bible, it sounds dumb and silly and naive to many people to say that the Bible, if people just turn to the Bible and to turn to Jesus, essentially, it would create a change in your life. But people are so hardened. They're like, nah, that's, that's silly, that's naive. I'll rather meditate or do uh, New Age or... I try to open my third eye. Like they would rather go somewhere else instead of like look at the nightstand where the answers have been the whole time. Well, the thing is, like those people that like look at it like that, they they've experienced something like negative, and like it's hard. I I can kind of understand, you know, what those what those people are feeling because like um I had pretty much like interesting cases with church and stuff, and like people at church. And, like, you just kind of get a bad imprint on that. Mm-hmm. Well, I see, that's not a true, true, legit, like, Christianity. It's been so tainted and changed that people are no longer, like, virtuous to the true yeah. ideals of... It's just, like, an ego thing, really. Yeah. If you think about, like... No, like, uh, there's a lot of, like, great Christian people out there. But, like, some of them that are very, like, righteous or so-called righteous, they, like... It's, like, an, it's a personality trait, like... I'm a Christian, and people hate me because I'm a Christian. And there's so many people that don't even use that label of a Christian, and they're way better people than a person who says I'm a Christian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why, like, I'm, that's what even people today, they're saying, like, Christianity is kind of a joke or, like, something like that because people are, that are in that community is, like, or they're adapting this faith or, like, this religion as like a personality trait, mm-hmm. like this is a badge of honor. Or yeah, something. yeah. So it's not like we want to love people and like help people. It's more like this. All right, guys. I hope you guys like that. That was just a little simple conversation I had with one of my best friends here, and um, an interesting guy. You know, to me, he he kind of reminds me of a Mexican Duncan Trussell. You know, he's a very mystical type of guy. He's very much into spirituality, and he's just trying to learn all the occulted things and that's what any human any natural human sane person would do in my opinion just try to figure out what's going on and then curiosity you know is everyone has some type of curiosity and if you don't then it's you need to re-examine what's happened in your life or what caused that to be diminished but i hope you guys like that uh that's my buddy pete um i asked him what song he wanted to end the show with and he sent me a text he said he wanted to end with a song called Stephen Wolf Pusher. Um, um, I've never heard that song. I, I kind of just scanned it right now. Um, it's pretty psychedelic and trippy. Yeah, that, and that's how we kind of evolved into that. 
like I mentioned earlier, he was very much into heavy metal and rock, and now he's kind of like stepped away from that, and he listens to very psychedelic 60s type of music, and you know, that reminds me of myself when I was younger. When I was 18, I went through this whole hippie type of movement, and that, you know, anyways, let's end with this song. It's called The Pusher by Steppenwolf, and um, Steppenwolf or Steppenwolf, I don't even know how you say it, but um, it's called The Pusher. And remember, know yourself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. Peace.
Peace.